Let's fucking do this. Let's do this thing. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. You ready? What if you had to pee? <laughs> it's America's new favorite game show entering its second season. A new brand and a new identity. What if you had to pee? Our first contestant, I hate this already. Our first contestant is is uh, Jess here from uh, 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 Portland, Oregon. Um, how are you feeling about... Uh, what, tell, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Jess. I always have to pee. So, yeah, so actually, uh, we did. We, you did let us know before you came on that you are a bit of a urine enthusiast. Well, that's not what I would call myself. That's not. That's that's not quite it. What What would you say? I would say that I have a small bladder. So let, what? Here we go. So let, let, <laughs> let's get let's get let's get started here. We got our first. Um, so here's how the game works. I'd love to know. Here's how the game works. So you're sitting in a salon chair. And you're getting, uh, you're getting a new dye. You're getting some color put in, okay, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, your your hairstylist has just started applying the color. You've got the foil. You've got the stuff. And suddenly, what if you had to pee? What then? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I would wait until they were done with the application process, and then see if I could go to the bathroom while it was set, like setting. But what if you had to pee? I, I. I would, I would, I would pee. <laughs> so what if you're doing a ropes course, a leadership ropes course, and uh, you're with your team from your office and you're doing some team building on a ropes nice, course, nice, nice, nice. Okay. and you're the, you're the, you're the anchor on the oh. rope. You're in oh. the middle and you're keeping the rope steady or whatever the fuck they do at ropes courses. And then suddenly, what if you had to pee? Question. How high up is the ropes course? Oh, this is like one of those ones where you're just like a like. It's a low ropes course. You're like four inches off the ground. Oh, yeah, okay, it's nothing. Because okay. if it was a high ropes course, I've already pissed myself, and I'll be fine. <laughs> but what if you had to pee on the on the on the not like that ropes course for leadership and team building? I mean, I'm only four feet off the ground. I'm gonna go. Bye. I gotta pee. I gotta go. Fuck my team. Bye. So what if you're at an Aerosmith concert and you've got you've got front you've got like third row seats they're very good seats not quite the front and you are right in the middle which is great for acoustics but bad if suddenly what if you had to pee i would I and just, they just started doing live in an elevator i would ask i would i would very politely ask them to pause <laughs> i would say hey steve hey steve can you just pause for a second? I'll be right back. I promise. Steve can't hear you. Steve just started singing living in elevator, living it up. You know, how that I mean, one? but I'm right there. I'm like right in the middle. So if I, you know, I think I could get, I, you know, maybe I write it on my sign because I've got my, my big, I love Steve Tyler sign, obviously. And on the back, I can just uh. write, Hey, I need to pee. Please pause the concert. BRB. Thanks, Steve. XOXOXO. Okay, Our, uh, you know that's um, I I got to confer with the judges on that one. Uh, you know they're gonna give it to you. There, so did I get three out of three? Yeah, you got three out of three. Nice. So nice. a real uh, proving that you are genuinely a real urine enthusiast. I would really like it to not. I would, I would just. You're listening to everyone's a critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. I'm Jess, and I'm not a urine enthusiast. A tried and true urine enthusiast. Could you please? say your own name no 
I I, I should come up with the name of the host for that bit though. What do you think? Um, Tony Baloney. <laughs> and I'm Tony Baloney. And on this podcast, we search the internet for the wildest, wiliest, weirdest things that people have to say about just about everything, and we gather them from your favorite crowdsource review platforms and bring them here to surprise each other and make each other laugh and make you laugh in these troubling and uncertain times. That they are, dear listener and co-host. And, that, yeah. That they are. Um, we came in pretty low on that intro. That's That was a good one. We, we got that one in quick. How do you feel about that? You You're know, giving me a look. I Yeah, I, it just... um. You you said that the intro might be a little bit blue, and I was like, "That's strange. That's really not Jonathan's speed." And so I'm I'm more confused than anything else because if somebody's going to talk about pee, it's usually me, yeah. and not you. I'm not really making the case for myself not being a urine enthusiast, <laughs> but usually if somebody's going to talk about bodily fluids, it's I, me and not you. I don't know how you can say that because you you do talk about it and do it all, pretty much everywhere we go. <laughs> Listen, I have to check out the bathrooms. You know, you don't know a place until you go to the bathroom. That's true. And uh, for anyone listening who who does not live in Portland, Portland got some good ass fucking public ass bathrooms. Fucking public bathrooms. Not, not really in terms of quality, but in terms of like graffiti aesthetic? quality, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. We have some of the best. Yeah. C- categorically, that I've ever <laughs> I've ever been in. Um, some of my favorites. Uh, postmodern. Postmodern? That, 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 Mo- modern bit. times. Modern times. Jesus Christ. Modern times. Uh, Jesus Christ has a great bathroom. Oh my God. Have you seen it? Yeah. Uh, comic- I don't know why he keeps that toilet rug there though. <laughs> That's always been strange to me. <laughs> I just never, I didn't think he'd be a toilet rug kind of person. And people surprise you. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I think I'm going second. You are. Do you want to tell us what you're doing? I'm still on that kitchen nightmares grind. Oh, yeah. I'm still deep in that kitchen nightmares grind because every time I fall <laughs> off, look, I've I've fallen off the Gordon Ramsay wagon a couple of times now. And he just keeps reeling you back in. And, and for my own health, like I've fallen off a couple of times because I've watched them all now long, <laughs> long ago, long ago. Though that being said, um, YouTube says that I've watched all the ones that are available. Sometimes the episode will end with a preview of the next one. And it's, it's an episode I haven't seen before and I can't <gasps> find it. Those sneaky bastards. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Um, but yeah. And then, so like I'm off the grind and then I'll, I'll get onto YouTube and it'll go to the homepage and YouTube's like, Hey, you sick fucking pervert. Do you want to watch Gordon Ramsay in all caps pukes from bad oysters? And my thought is, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks a fucking lot, um, and then and then it gets me, and I let it autoplay like thirty clips, and then I'm back on the full episodes, and now I'm watching them at a slower speed so I can really enjoy. I can really like linger on every single hateful thing that happens. So anyway, that's what we're we're, we're going to be looking at reviews for a restaurant that was featured on Kitchen Nightmares. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. That's that yeah, was the long I'm, story. Yep, I'm I'm looking forward to that one, babe. Yep. I know. I know you are. Um, so I love roadside attractions. Yes. Um, and I, I brought this as I wanted it to be a recurring segment. The only segment title I could come up with was an Atlas Obscured earlier as a play on Atlas Obscuria. It's a terrible title. So if anyone has ideas for a, a, the title for a roadside attraction segment, hit me up. I, I think it's okay, though. 
But I we're did... gonna we're gonna obscure the fucking atlas a little bit. <laughs> and uh <laughs> now that's a better title. Yeah. So Obscuring the fucking Atlas. That's what we're doing. We're going to Ohio. Can I interrupt for a moment? Anytime. You bought me uh some yerba mate some sparkling yerba mate because i called you and said quote can you just pick me up like a really gimmicky caffeinated thing um and i did notice that it does qualify their caffeine 160 milligrams of organic caffeine it is organic which can eat my ass inside and out (laughs) is what is what that one can do i i hate that carry on I, didn't, I, I wasn't trying to make you yip. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, because your direct quote was, you just called me up, said, hey, are you going to leave work on time? And you said it like that. It wasn't not. a question. I was you, gentle. You were. I hey, was gentle. Are you going to leave work on time? It was, um, it was, it was both a question and a suggestion, a very strong suggestion. Um, and then you said, can you stop at the store and give me one of those caffeine drinks? Is what she said. <laughs> but anyway. Dayton, Ohio, right? We're not going to Dayton, Ohio. We're going to Dublin, Ohio. Ooh, I like this. I've thought about doing this before. Too bad, sucker. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I'm just saying, good call. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I shouldn't have been so defeated. You snooze, you lose, bitch. <laughs> um, um, in Dublin, Ohio, there is a field of corn. But it is not a field of corn. It is a field of six-foot-high corn statues. Okay. It's technically a monument to the agricultural past of the Midwest. That's um, that's a nice slice of rhetoric. Yeah, I'm into that. So, uh, but what it is is a hundred over a hundred six-foot-high concrete corn statues in in rows. And okay. It, it's an attraction. Okay. All right. Are you ready to hear about the field of corn? Wait, how many of these? There's over 100. I think there's 136. Do you have a picture? I'm having a hard time imagining this this field of statue corn. Yeah, yeah. And we can post... Oh, I forgot to say, uh, credit to brother of the show, Oliver Twist, for um, giving me the idea for this because I'd never heard of it. And the other night he was just like, hey, do the field of corn. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it looks kind of like a cemetery if you replace the headstones with big corns. Big corns. Big, big corns. Big white corns. Big, like, saintly corns. It's not great. Pizza Girl 542 agrees with you in their one-star review. (laughs) I love that fucking username, though. The title of this review is question mark, 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 question mark. Probably all fair. Every single one. All fair. I do not understand why such a waste of real estate was created. It supposedly was placed to honor the agricultural past of the area. Walking amongst concrete statue of corn doesn't offer anything more than a waste of space. There is nothing here to visit. (laughs) Which is technically untrue. Yeah, that seems extremely harsh. (laughs) And that's what was really exciting to me about the field of corn is because I, I did not expect it to be so polarizing but evidently it is either the greatest fucking thing you have ever seen in your life or the dumbest fucking thing you've ever heard of <laughs> and there's very little in between there's very little like man it's a field of corn it's either this is garbage the planet is worse off for having it this could wind up being like a serious allegory for our like our 
political climate right now. I mean, because we're in Ohio, right? Like everything is divisive. <laughs> Everything's an allegory everything for our political is, climate everything in Ohio. Everything is polarizing. And so what we're going to wind up with is is the boomer perspective of like, oh, kids these days just don't know what's fun anymore. Back in my day, we didn't have big fields of of stone corn. And then the and then the Instagram and then the Instagram generation shows up and they're like, "What the fuck? It's just stone corn. Where's the Fortnite?" You know, this is some great material. This is these this is great great bits here. Lauren H has a three star review. We drove by on the way to the zoo. Quite a surprise. I thought we were back in Nebraska. What a nightmare flashback that was. Interesting, <laughs> but not worth stopping. <laughs> Oh man, what happened in Nebraska? I mean, okay, I guess I don't have to ask what happened in Nebraska. Nebraska happened in Nebraska, so I thought Nebraska was lovely. It, it instilled a distinct sense of ennui in yeah. me. It was, and it was I, humbling. It was humbling. Nebraska's very so. That's what happened. Yeah, they went to Nebraska and they were like, "Oh shit, I am minuscule compared to the universe." Exactly. Like to drive through Nebraska is to look up at the stars on a clear night. Like you remember. Yeah. That you are you are but a speck in the history of oblivion and chaos. Fucking Nebraska. Fucking fucking a. <laughs> Kathy P. Nineteen fifty three has a five star review. Unique sight. Americana. What a unique sight. Each year of corn is so different. Clever designs. What a surprise. What a surprise. A must see. Jeez, are you okay? Every single one of those sentences has four exclamation points, and I I really (laughs) wanted to read it that way, but it's hard. It's hard to do. It it sounds like it's doing irreparable damage to your your whole voice box. Which you do use as a hobby, so... I, I, do, I do use as a hobby, yes. Kathy P. 1953 has a five-star review from one year prior. Oh, wow. Okay. How odd. I just happened to pass by this unique creation. Giant ears of corn. Such an interesting oddity. I will tell everyone about my rare discovery in Columbus today. <laughs> Very clever. I thought we were in Dublin. I imagine that Kathy P. 1953 is on their way to Columbus and saw this and is going to go to Columbus and just tell everybody. Oh, Guess what okay. the fuck I saw. Does everybody know there's a giant, like, cornfield? Like, it's just giant ears of corn. <laughs> How unique. Americana! <laughs> exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> Mike G has a three-star review. I'm not, I'm not willing to accept a three-star. This is either five or one. We're not doing threes. Three stars. It's rows and rows of six foot, three inch high concrete corn sculptures. I want to put on a blue polo shirt, a pair of jeans, and a pair of sunglasses and just touch them. (laughs) Why? Why those things? Three Yelp users found this cool. (laughs) How many found it funny? Nobody? Ten. Oh, what? Three. Found it useful. I must be missing the joke about I, sunglasses. I don't know. Blue polo shirt, pair yeah. of jeans, and a pair of sunglasses. Just touch them. That I mean, that says corn to me. I don't know. 
<laughs> um, okay, and we're gonna wrap up with a one star review. It's it's an open mic night, but we don't have to laugh with them. We can laugh at them. Let me let me check with the judges. Okay. They're going to allow it. They're going to allow it. They're going to allow it. Yeah. One star. I am doing the whole touching my ear thing. I, I, yeah. You're welcome listeners for this yeah. gesticulation. But I am doing the whole bit. So don't worry. Don't worry, folks. One star. Bye. I cut it off in my screenshot. We're going to say <laughs> Elizabeth. The corn was dry, hard and completely undercooked. I asked for the manager, yet the god of corn kept telling me to stop eating the cement and that the corn isn't real. Well, Cornelius, if the corn wasn't real, then how was it in my mouth? Terrible service, but perfect if you would like to be harassed about your corn-eating habits. I will be informing the rest of the royal family immediately. Sincerely, the Queen of England. Okay. That was fun. (laughs) And the only reason that it is quite delightful... Um, is that they have photoshopped an image of the oh, Queen of England okay. next to one of the ears of corn. Oh, fuck yes. And made sure that she resembles yes. it as much as possible. It is... Um, so we will tweet that picture out as well. Well, I don't know. I mean, you will have to find their username so we can credit their Photoshop. Because now this is like artistic integrity. This is, this is a work that they did. It is very good. It is very good. Which is a lie. It's pretty bad. The, the, color, it's a bad the color of the skirt suit the queen is wearing is the same color of the corn. <laughs> that's true. And that's what we need to share with the public. That is extremely true. Um, it's, it's hilarious to me that you found an open mic night where someone was intentionally trying to be funny. Not sure I'm into it. But you did. You were unable to credit their work. And I think that alone makes it a worthwhile endeavor to, to bring onto our show. The fact that you were unable to credit to credit their effort in any way. <laughs> like I'm I'm thankful we don't have their name. Now it is Fortnite. Woo! Woo! Wait, why? Because they steal dancers' materials and don't credit them? Oh. Boom, boom, boom. Nice. Ah. Oh. Hey. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good one. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Are just, you ready to trash yeah. my brain now? I am. After so, I gave you such wholesome material. Yeah. So, um, so we've done this segment a couple times. We've looked at a couple of restaurants featured on Kitchen Nightmares. Uh, we are gonna we are gonna focus on only one restaurant again this time. It scares me more when you have enough material to do one restaurant for both halves. Honestly, it, it it's more frightening to me that way. Then that that's completely fair. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at reviews for Luigi's D'Italia. Now, you have seen this episode. Uh-oh. D- yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, not great. Um, this is the exchange that I made sure you saw from the episode. I did go through the effort of transcribing it, which was difficult because they do have heavy accents. Um, and I just wanted to read some of this exchange just to get people rooted in the, the aesthetic of Kitchen the, Nightmares. The Luigi's lore? The Luigi's D'Italia lore, exactly. Uh, There's four people at the table with Gordon. There's Grace and Luigi, who own the restaurant. And then there's Tony, Luigi's brother, and his wife. Tony! Okay, I remember this episode. Already, that's impressive. Uh, And his wife, Linda. And they're talking about the problems at the restaurant, and then we have this exchange. Luigi, the complaints are that people feel neglected. Tony, but there's also complaints, like, I don't want to come there when she's there. Gordon, customers don't want to come when you're working? What's all that about? 
Grace. I don't know. Gordon. I'm just asking. Listen, I'm, I'm Tony. She's got people that she kisses ass to and they love her. She's got other people that she gets blunt in their face and hate her. Is it right to just basically go up to the customer and just say, fuck you, get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Grace, standing up. No, I didn't say that. I didn't say fuck you. Now tell him that is some bullshit, okay? Say the truth. Tony, that's what you said. Grace, no, I didn't say fuck you. Linda, this is what happens. <laughs> Grace, sitting back down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell. I did it, I did it right or did it wrong? Gordon. I'm trying to figure out what happened. I mean, I wasn't here. Did she say fuck you? Did she not say fuck you? <laughs> Tony, I thought she did. Luigi, I didn't hear fuck you, no. Tony, oh yeah, she said it. Gordon, what did you hear? Luigi, she didn't say that. She said that to you. You forget. Tony, no, she got into... Luigi, what do you gotta forget for? You gotta be honest. Tony, I'm being honest. Luigi, standing up. You want this guy to help you or not? Tony, I'm trying to get him to help me. Luigi, well then say the way it is. Tony, I am. Luigi, no you're not, you're lying. <laughs> Tony, no I'm not, you guys are lying. Luigi, eh, he said I think she's fuck you, you think or she did. Grace, okay, okay. Tony, she did say fuck you. Luigi, well then you're fucking wrong, that's all. We are losing the business. Grace, because of him. <laughs> It's because of him. Tony, see, this is why we don't get along. <laughs> so that might have been too long. But uh, there you go. There we go. And we do have some reviews because Luigi, Luigi's D'Italia is still open. It's still open? They've moved location, but they're still open. Uh, Luigi and Grace still heavily involved. They still own it. They, I mean, they work there every day. Um, Luigi's still the cook. Grace still does a lot of the serving from what I can tell from the reviews because they all mention her by name. Uh, and does one say she came up to me and said, fuck you? <laughs> Response from the owner, you're lying. <laughs> Response from the owner, um, no, he's lying. I didn't keep it, but yeah, there was an older review where someone was like, I went and the, the woman owner, Grace, was very rude to me and oh, yelled no. at me. There was a lot of that, yeah. Um, but mostly, so here's the thing with Luigi's that I feel the need to emphasize. Uh... They have a four and a half star average. Oh, wow. And the positive reviews are like the most weirdly glowing reviews I've ever read. They're extremely hyperbolic. Like this is the best place I've ever eaten. It is the best Italian food in California. It is amazing. Like people only have good things to say about this review, this restaurant, unless they have like weird bad things to say. Oh, okay. But th the positive reviews are extremely positive. We do have a four-star review. I can cut that whole thing down, probably. We'll, we'll make it work. Uh, it seemed a little longer than... I, I rehearsed it in the shower and stuff, and like it seemed okay. But, well, obviously not in the shower. It's on my phone. But you, you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. You were too busy eating in the shower to rehearse. Yeah, exactly. I did find some old arugula under the bathroom, Matt. I'm sorry about that. That's pretty gross. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Four stars from Jenny. This is Jenny H. This is on Yelp. Okay, we're going to get started with, with, with positive reviews. Okay, I came here with a friend, BC. The spot we originally were going to was so full. So I walked in and I'm like, why does the chef and his wife look so familiar? Like, hello, I would know. I've seen them on Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> I ordered a slice of pizza with pepperoni, pineapple, and jalapenos. 
It took a while, but they make it for you right there. The service was nice. The lady owner kept checking on my friend and I, asking if everything was okay. I liked how the pepperoni tasted. Death homemade. Smiley face. Is the pepperoni homemade? I mean, I like the idea of Luigi in the back just grinding up his own fucking pep. And drying it and everything. Yeah, That's a whole process. And dry, butchering the pig. Just you know, making some sweet puckery pep right in the back. That's what Luigi does in the wee hours of the morning before they open. Just makes that sweet, good puckery pep. What? <laughs> uh, five stars from Bell R. The restaurant is located in a mini mall. Parking was okay due to a fairly large parking area. <laughs> the restaurant was too hot to sit in, so we selected to eat outside. The table we sat at was not as clean as I would have liked, and the chairs were okay to sit on. <laughs> the young guy wait, the young guy behind the counter was attentive and quickly brought us plates, silverware, water, and a bread basket filled with light and fluffy, yummy garlic and cheese bread. We finished that and talked a little while we waited for our food. We wrecked our food and it was delicious. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Slight tonal shift. We will definitely come again. Slight tonal shift. What does it mean if a chair is okay? Um, Okay I, to sit on. I, I just assume that this person has been so routinely bullied with tacks and glue ah. that, that they assume that most chairs are tacked and glued. Or whoopee cushioned of or whoopee some, cushion, some but sort? that doesn't. That's everybody loves that. That's fine. The tacks and the glue, though, those are like those are physical accostments. Those are not great. Um, but yeah, I just like that they, you know, they got their food and then they fucking wrecked it. <laughs> now, what it actually says is R E C apostrophe D, but I couldn't begin to fathom what the fuck that means. R E C apostrophe D. Yeah, like recorded it with their camcorders. I don't fucking recommended know. it. I just have to assume that they wrecked their food like you would wreck someone in, you know, Call of Duty. I assume that they fucking tore it up. Teabagged it and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I assume that they fucking threw a full-on goblin party and, <laughs> and, you know, heads were rolling. We do have a five-star review from Kristen C. This is the, this is the best food. Real Italian food made by real Italian people. The family is lovely. Luigi made my food every time, and he's so personable and kind. So Luigi's making the food for this person every time. Every time. Every time it's Luigi. Luigi is deeply familiar with Kristen C. What does Kristen C get? <laughs> that's, that's upsetting. I get the same thing every time. A calzone with Canadian bacon and pineapple. Okay. Which makes Kristen C a fucking monster, right? No, no, that's a, I that's think a Hawaiian so. pizza. No, no, no. I think, I think, I think. It's fucking, a Hawaiian, no, it's I a Hawaiian think pizza in a calzone. You, you are Luigi. You are an Italian American named after a famous Italian video game character, and we, you own we a don't restaurant. Know that Luigi Shut was, the fuck up. Okay. And you own an Italian restaurant. No, I do know. No, it's in the episode. Luigi Luigi's an Italian American, like genuinely. Uh, no, it's in the episode. He there's a Nintendo, and he's like, "I'm oh. named after that motherfucker." Oh no, I don't know that. Okay, that but was, I, that but was I the do. part Let's I was calling real. into question. Let's be real. I there's, know that there's a real Italian people named. I, Luigi. I'm going to go back okay. to my previous point. Shut the fuck up. So nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you are Luigi, and you are cooking for Kristen C for most of your life, and every time they want a fucking Hawaiian pizza in your Italian joint, where you serve like really good pasta. Yeah. 
every time. They don't want a Hawaiian pizza. They do want a Hawaiian calzone. And if you watch this episode, you will notice that from the very beginning to the very end, Luigi seems exhausted in a way that I didn't know a person could be. Luigi is like so fucking tired. I like it's 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 in the eyes, you yeah, know? Like yeah. Luigi is Luigi was burnt out and done 10 years ago in this episode and is now just a husk who cooks because that's all they know how to do. That's and, and then Kristen so C rolls in depressing. and orders Hawaiian calzones over and over and over. That's my I, point. That's my uh, point. <laughs> okay. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, we do have a one-star review. Not everybody has had a good time at this joint. We do have a one-star review from Sherlock H., whose picture is Benedict Cumberbatch. Now, I know... I know. Shaking, shaking my damn head. <laughs> now, I know why they were on Kitchen Nightmares. I called to place a to-go order, and a woman answered the phone with a rude, Hello. No name of the place. No how may I help you. Just... Hello! I made the mistake of asking if they had a particular dish on the menu, and all I got back was a, yes! Do you want it? Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, have some manners. I'll never attempt to go to this place, as the people running it obviously hate what they do. Ouch. Ouch. What do you What do you think they asked for? Do you, do you think they asked for a Hawaiian calzone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they asked for a Hawaiian will you calzone. Put, will you put a pineapple in a calzone for me? yes do you want it (laughs) and that's all it took for this for this person whose yelp name is sherlock holmes to hop on yelp and and shit talk this restaurant they didn't even eat the food yeah didn't even enter the restaurant and my favorite part and i cannot stress this enough my favorite part is that 13 motherfuckers on this planet voted that review as useful oh boy and eight thought it was funny and three okay thought it was cool thought it was cool that's cool. Hey, that's cool, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Real good detective work. If your life is a fucking mess, send a smell on the pony distress. The pony distress. <laughs> 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 now, and so now the problem is if I want to commit to the single squeak, I do have to keep this squeaker pressed in for the rest of the episode. Yeah, that's what maybe maybe if I just throw it away fast enough. I don't think you're gonna. <laughs> that might have worked. It might have been okay. I don't think it worked. Hey, I want to thank Gunstar47 for leaving us a five star review on iTunes. Yay, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. It's a that's super, really nice. super sweet review, and we really appreciate you. I um I also I I just jumped right in. So if you've got stuff now, you have to wait because we also got a review sent to us from uh, Jack from Omaha, which I'm very excited to tell you about. Yeah, one of the greats. It's from it's for outrageous warm chicken nacho dip. Oh, okay. It's a three star review. That's a yeah. What what the fuck is that? It's outrageous. What it's is warm. that on Amazon? It's chicken. It's nacho dip. It's it, on all recipes. Okay. Oh God. Okay. All right. It, there's a three star review from Bill that says. After following the recipe and tasting, I added some hot sauce, which helped dampen the taste of the mayo. The mayo richness, however, still dominated too much for me. I found a recipe that used no mayo, which I like more. Mostly recipes from allrecipes.com are fabulous. So I see this as a glitch. 
Definitely a bug, not a not a feature. This, Don't worry this about is it. A, this is a bug in the matrix because it has mayonnaise in it. And you know, and I've been using all recipes for a long time. And I, God damn, if I just haven't had the best hot dogs I've ever had <laughs> because of this website. So surely this is just sure, an this error. Is, this has to be some sort of mistake. I am deeply curious about that recipe. Um, it's got a bad title though, huh? It's got a great title. They need to brainstorm that one. It's got a fantastic title, and that's why Jack sent it to us. Yeah. Um, I would like to thank on Twitter, uh, Twitter user, at Prof Hot Joe, for recommending us to uh, another Twitter account. Uh, Really appreciate it anytime anybody does that. You know, whenever someone's like, hey, what podcast do you recommend? I'm like a, you know, a tastemaker. Anytime you can throw us in there, that's super helpful. Yeah. and I would also like to thank everyone who was very supportive while our account was being hacked and was posting a lot of weird tofu shit. Um, <laughs> that definitely was not you. Yeah, we got hacked like really bad. I wasn't um, here, but I can that it just it seemed really out of character for you. Yeah, and they were very kind to uh, give our account back when they were done. Um, which isn't normally how that works. Yeah, but, but that was really... We just got an email that said, here you go. Here, Here's your... You know, I won't do it again. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's... We, you know, old water under the, the bridge, as, 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 as the fella says. That's um, exactly how the saying goes. Yeah. So thank you to everyone for that. Um, I think that's basically it. Uh, Wonderful. I'm very excited about my next topic. Are you ready to know what it is? Oh, actually, no. There is one more thing. I do Fucking just want to give a... A quick shout out to at Rock Throwing Man for recommending a Pokemon Center Reviews Twitter account. If you're not if you're not following that one, if you're not on that grind, you absolutely should be. A uh, great account for for reviewing Pokemon Centers. Thank you at Rock Throwing Man. I'm very excited about my next topic. Are you ready to hear what it is? Friend of the show, I guess. Is yeah. That, yeah. Friend of the show, Rock Throwing Man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he's part of the fam. Kind he's of cool. Kind of an IRL sitch. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's kind of an IRL sitch. Hey, I'm really excited about my next topic. Are you ready to hear what it is? Yeah, please. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, so in a place called Riverside, Iowa, there's a very cool roadside attraction. Do you know what Riverside, Iowa is? I, you know, I, I'm going to say there's a good chance it is nowhere near a river. I don't know that. That's that's fascinating that you did not look into that. Well, I don't care about whether or not it's next to a river because it is the future birthplace of Captain James Tiberius Kirk. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forget that he's born in Iowa. Yeah, Riverside, Iowa, the future birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk. I can picture, um, what's that actor's name? William Shatner. No. Uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, I can picture Chris Pine on the on the on the futuristic bicycle right now in that in the first one. Yeah, yeah. Because that's in Iowa, I think. Yeah, it should be. There's like a shot of him it, in Iowa. It, it should be in Iowa. I don't know if it is. Discovering his destiny. You know, Kelvin timeline because yeah. fuck fans, I guess. You know, Who yeah. the fuck cares? That's probably yeah. in Indiana because J.J. Abrams doesn't give a shit. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> In the Kelvin timeline, he was born out of my ass. <laughs> that is that your organic caffeine? <laughs> my ire against the Kelvin yeah. timeline? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Mitch P. 
has a three-star review. So what this is, I should tell you first. So what this is, is that in Riverside, Iowa, there is a Star Trek museum called the Voyage Home Museum. There is a like like a little statue monument that says Riverside, Iowa, the birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk, and it gives his uh, future birth year, which I, if I remember correctly, is like 2233. But this whole thing is essentially just a footnote in the lore, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, at some at some point it said James Kirk is from Riverside, Iowa. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, we're a small town. Let's capitalize on We've it. We've got something. Yes, yes, yes. There's also like a bronze statue of James T. Kirk, which is fun. This sounds like a place that you need to go. I, I, I mean, I want to go there, but we've just never had a reason to be in Iowa. So, but if we ever have a reason to be in Iowa, I'm gonna be in fucking Riverside. <laughs> All right, three stars. Small city park with a statue of Captain J. Kirk. On our way to the Riverside Casino, we saw a sign: "Future birthplace of Captain J. Kirk." So we made a 30-minute stop and had fun taking photo the statue and looking inside a log cabin. Looked authentic, and that was that. I was looking for UFO and did not see any, nor did I see outer space aliens. <laughs> Why is there a log cabin? I None of the other reviews mention a log cabin. <laughs> All of the... Uh, this way, it's it's like behind uh, a salon, like a barbershop. Oh, it's, that's come like behind on. behind a strip mall. So like, it's kind of hard it's, to find. It's behind a barbershop, behind a strip mall? It's like no, two like, layers like, of no, shitty like, Americana there, deep? There's like a strip mall, and in the strip mall, there's a barbershop, and behind that barbershop... Is there's this. just like a parking lot where there's a statue? Like what? I thought it was like a park. Yeah, but it's like a little park. And you just like, the road doesn't go to, That's you have to go. That's sad as hell. Well, this anyway, so there's no log cabin is what I'm saying. There is, there's definitely no log cabin. As far as I could tell, That's there is no shame. log cabin. Um, I was and, really and hoping that they genuinely built a log cabin as if James Tiberius Kirk was like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, and in 2233, <laughs> he, he's, he he's rises from the dirt. He rises. He just <laughs> <laughs> like Night of the Living Dead style, hand out of the ground, right in front of the sign. Um. Kelly L. has a three-star review. It's a bench and a sign, but it's funny that it exists since there's not a whole lot of anything else here to see besides corn. You might as well stop by. Oh, so that's a magnanimous moment. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. but it's not that magnanimous because you should go because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it so far it does not sound Awesome. awesome. I don't know if we can just call it awesome because you like Star Trek. I think we can. Timothy F. has a five-star review. Timothy F. is a local guide. Which doesn't bode well if you're the local guide of Riverside, Iowa. In 2300, this site will be added to the National Registry. <laughs> like, that's it? You're a local... <laughs> You're a local guide for Riverside, <laughs> Iowa, or the region therein, and it's like the one thing you've got, and you're gonna post like six words about it. Yeah. Oh my God. That's In 2300. This place will be added to the National Registry. That's not great. Hartshore has a one star review. Nothing to see. <gasps> you go there, and nothing is there. 
the Trek Fest, which they have every June, is nothing than an excuse to have a demolition derby with a beer tent. Fuck yeah. If you're a Star Trek fan, stay home and watch old reruns. You will get more out of that. And this person has clearly never met a Star Trek fan before, especially a fan of James Tiberius Kirk, because (laughs) all Kirk wants is a demolition derby with a beer tent. Yeah, like... I, I consider myself a pretty heavy Star Trek fan, but I like I have taste and I and I have limits. So I'm like I guess I'm like a casual Trekkie. I don't know. I, I don't think that's fair, but basically I have not seen all the original series because it's not fun to watch for the most part. And I have not seen the animated series because why would I? And I have not seen Discovery because I don't care and I haven't seen Enterprise because it's bad. So like I have limits and you've seen all of that. Yeah. I have, yeah, yeah, including the animated that. series, yeah. So I might, I might go there and be bored. You're gonna have a good ass time because you don't give a fuck. It is, I, I don't give a fuck. It is Star Trek adjacent, so you're gonna get fucking trashed and have a good time. <laughs> Just like he would want me to. And and it and does, the honor of the great JT. It does make me realize I do like the idea of taking monster trucks and like putting cardboard replicas of various Star Trek ships on them and yes. then having them duke it the fuck out like you have Gravedigger over there with Enterprise D built <laughs> around it and then you have fucking I don't know Undertaker or whatever some other fucking monster truck and it has like a Romulan Warbird built around it and then they just fucking touch touch tips as hard <laughs> as possible they just go tip to tip tip to boom. tip boom 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 just like in Star Trek ju- that's what happens in Star they go tip to tip <laughs> <laughs> Carrie has a one star review and then a, a fucking Volvo rolls out and it just has a Ferengi ship around it <laughs> and then it gets and fucking crushed well no they just send that shit right through a wormhole they're like peace out motherfucker <laughs> and that's why we get Ferengis in Voyager anyway <laughs> I forgot about that I forgot about yeah, that yeah 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 Carrie has a one star did I bring this topic just so I could start talk about Star Trek on the podcast finally? Yeah, I did. Really. This cannot seriously be a destination place. This entire town is only a place you have to drive through in order to get to a casino. So, less love, than glowing. Yeah, I love how much these reviews are feeding into the narrative they tried to have for James T. Kirk that he came from, like, Nowheresville. Nowheresville. It's, like, they're feeding right into it. It's really nice, actually. Um, and we're going to end on a magnanimous moment because it made me really happy to read. Um, and then I'll be done. Okay. And I, I will have said my piece about Star Trek and I'll stop until next time. Kindle has a five-star review. Kindle is a Yelp elite user. No, no, no. Shouldn't we do like... Um... I can't... Well, okay, okay. Say, say it again. I got it. Say okay, it again. Okay. Kindle A is a Yelp elite user. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. I'm so fucking sorry. I'm really sorry I just did that. I'm not. I I guarantee that a large portion of the small audience we have fucking hated that. I'm not sure my husband has ever been happier with his pants on. (laughs)
He was darn near giddy on the road. Wait, with his pants on? With his pants on. Oh, shit. Okay. He was darn near giddy on the road to this delightful place. We stopped at the museum down the road first, but sadly it was closed. Took pictures anyway and enjoyed the moment. Left our donation in the shuttle-shaped donation box. Headed further down the road where he delighted in the roadside roadside signs of each Star Trek character. We finally found the Holy Grail, the future birthplace, as proclaimed by a really nice engraved stone marker. The marker is a nicely composed courtyard with flowers and a bench where you can sit and just take it in. And boy, did we. Lots of pictures, (laughs) lots of grins, and just pure glee as we soaked it all in. They've obviously thought about this being important to people, and little details like the apple tree have been paid due attention. There's a gorgeous, there was a gorgeous butterfly fluttering around the flowers as we sat there in the shade, and it was wonderful to experience something that gave my babe such joy. If you are a Trekkie, you should really go. I'm not, and even I was impressed. <laughs> and that's not funny. It was just sweet. And that's so sweet. Anyway, if you're ever in Iowa, go give Tur- Kirk a kiss for me. Just a little... Yeah, yeah, and send us pics or yeah. something. Yeah, that'd something. be great. If you're ever in Riverside, um, Iowa, please send me a picture of James Tiberius Kirk's future birthplace. Giving you just a very, a very, a very gentle kiss on the cheek. Just a, just a. You, you don't kiss Kirk. Kirk, put your cheek up to Kirk, I guess yeah. is what I'm asking yeah. you to do. If you could just go to the statue and just kind of lay your face on, on the statue's face. Yeah. Just, just briefly. You, you might need a ladder. Maybe. So, are you ready to talk about Kitchen Nightmares? Yeah. Now, I'm really, like, now I'm, I'm like, I'm giddy now. I got to talk about Star Trek for, like, ten whole minutes. I'm, I'm like, fucking stoked. I want to be clear. I'm fucking giddy, too. I do love Star Trek. I know you do. You're just pedantic and weird. So, you won't watch all the good content with Just me. like last episode, harsh but fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why are you so pedantic and weird? You won't watch the animated series of Star Trek with me. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> it's so good. Um, so we just have some like bonus reviews to wrap up on. Uh, these are three reviews that fit together pretty well. Okay. And I knew that the first half, because I wanted to read three minutes of transcribed audio, <laughs> uh, would maybe go a little long. I think it was worth it. I don't. We do have a one-star review. So we're going to, again, three reviews. They all have responses. Okay. 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 Um. We have a one-star review here from Rob. This is on Google. Was not very good. It was late and everything else was closed. So we tried it out and neither one of us finished our meal. Nachos and a cheeseburger bland. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. Like I was, this was going to be funny. And then you made me feel so bad for Luigi that now I don't have anything left. This poor poor individual so there's a response it says from the owner because it always does but uh i know from looking at entirely too many fucking reviews for this restaurant that um maybe uh a child of theirs or someone in the family or just someone they've hired i'm not sure uh does their like social media stuff so this is not grace or luigi probably not no it could be but most of them were from someone specific uh whose name is uh francesca nice so, uh, I would assume this is Francesca. Hi, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Space. Good. N- new, good. Li- new line. New line, yes. It, it, it is a letter. I believe you reviewed the wrong restaurant. 
We are a family Italian restaurant and don't have nachos or oh, burgers. Goodness. Okay, I do. Oh, thank goodness. Oh yeah, I thought that was obvious. No, I just thought that they were <laughs> making Luigi make burgers and nachos in the kitchen. <laughs> I thought they were back there just cracking the whip. Like, we'll come actually, on, Luigi. We'll actually come around to that. We'll come okay. around to that. Uh, and don't have nachos or burgers on our menu. However, if you are tired of bad food, you should come into Luigi's. <laughs> And try ours. We'd be happy to feed you some great Italian food. So basically, my point to get us started here is that their social media person is on point. On point. They have a very good one. Yes. Uh, There's a lot of responses. A lot of them weren't funny enough to bring or whatever, but like... Which means their social media person is good. Yeah, and they're not there. There weren't any like for me bullshit. Like they're uh, all, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all like I'm gonna directly respond to this person yeah. in a specific way. Uh, so they're pretty cool. Um, we do have a one star review here from Gabriel on Google. Gabriel's a local guide. You have an employee who speaks on behalf of your business on Facebook and is posting some hardcore racist rants and is full of bigotry. You guys should really check him out. With all the threats he does via Facebook, not good for the image of your business. Holy shit. I came here many times. Now I am no longer going to come here. And I am telling everyone I know as well. Response from the owner. Fuck. We have reported him multiple times to Facebook, telling them he does not work here. Unfortunately, Facebook does not require approval from the owner of a business if someone says they work at their establishment. We do not know who this person is, nor do we have any affiliation with this person. He absolutely does not work for Luigi's D'Italia, and we do not share the same opinions of this person. Fucking hell, Facebook. (laughs) Shit. I know, right? That's insane. So it's just some rando that is claiming to be Luigi, the owner of the restaurant, and is being racist as fuck? So two things. One, that's a fun loophole. That's interesting. <laughs> that's fucking interesting. That's, that's fucking interesting, man. That's fucking interesting. Um, second thing, why Luigi's D'Italia? It is a small Italian restaurant and a strip mall because they moved to a smaller location. Why Luigi's? I don't understand people you know, so much. You think you would do like Applebee's or something. You know, someplace that might be racist. Right. What's or... <laughs> I don't know, Papa John's. Um, Some place that already hates people. <laughs> we have a one-star review here. This is the last one. It's on Yelp. This is by Joe M. One star. When asked why... Okay, so this is a reference to the episode. In the episode, Gordon is like... Gordon's had a bunch of Luigi's food and hates it, obviously. Obviously. Naturally. Obviously. Uh, even though it was probably good because everybody fucking loves their food. Um, Luigi serves like fried ravioli. And some and some like other stuff like that. And Gordon mentioned it, and Luigi was like, "Yeah, I serve. That's for the Americans," <laughs> which is fucking funny. Uh, yeah, that's that's and then, fine. And then yeah. Gordon Ramsay does his whole like mean bulldog shtick, and he's like, "I'm not laughing. This, like, I'm but, shitting myself over here. I'm not laughing, you know." But like, it's fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, you you also make pie, Hawaiian pizza calzones, you know? Yeah. It's for the Americans. Yeah. We have a, so this is a one-star review from Joe M. on Yelp. When asked why he served frozen crappy food by Gordon Ramsay, owner Luigi's reply was to serve it to the Americans. If you want to support an American-hating, racist-minded person, then by all means, eat here. The video of him saying it is on YouTube for anyone to see. I have eaten with this restaurant in the past and am appalled. 
Now, a couple things. Mm. We have accused Luigi of being an American-hating, racist-minded person because they think they they can sell fried ravioli to Americans, and a lot of the reviews do mention how good the fried ravioli is. Yeah, so you can in fact sell fried ravioli to Americans. That's who you sell it to. You don't. I mean, that's who you sell it to. So that's one thing. Second thing is this was posted in 2018, so about six years later, it took him a while to find this clip on YouTube, huh? I- and then. Third thing, if you're Francesca of Luigi's D'Italia... Oh, shit. What do you do? This is a fucking disaster. This like, is a nightmare. Lee, I, I would... Honestly, I would just have to, like... I, but what do you say? What I, I genuinely don't know what you would say to this because it's bullshit. It's so bullshit. Most, most people would... Most owners would just ignore it because what the fuck... Like, because no... Because this is a fucking disaster. This is a... Di- like, because... This is the Hindenburg. Like, this, I would there just, is no coming back. I think my reply would just be Americans like fried tortellini... Uh, fried ravioli. <laughs> it would just be... Uh, you know? So you don't like fried food, motherfucker? Yeah. You don't like... Tell me Americans don't like fried food. Come here food. and prove it. Come on. Come here and eat a salad. I dare you. <laughs> Try me, motherfucker. Um, but no, Francesca is a fucking titan among titans. Hi, Joe. I want to assure you that we are that we here at Luigi's D'Italia are not racist people, nor are we American haters. <laughs> Luigi came to this country when he was nine years old and has had three kids here, making them all Americans. He opened this restaurant with the hopes of providing people with authentic Italian food, all of which is made fresh to order. I myself married a veteran of the armed services, and he is the chef working here. With everything on the TV show from over 10 years ago, a lot of things get cut and misplayed for ratings. And is not an accurate representation of who we are. If you don't believe this, you should come by our new location and try us out. We would be happy to have you. Thank you. The ultimate fucking professional. Like, what? Way to go, Francesca. That, Holy shit. What? Are you, wow. not, are you not entertained? Like, I what am, the fuck? I am fuck? fucking entertained. That is, like, give this person a... Like, there needs to be a fucking award yeah. or something. <laughs> like, what? That's... That's... Wow. Going wow. above and beyond the call of service. I mean, come on. Yeah. Fucking A. And like, I and just, then, Americans like, like to eat... Fr- I just... Mm. Mm. to have to have the audacity and the courage to end to end like it takes so much of you just to respond to that review with anything other than anger yeah and then mm-hmm. to actually end it by saying why don't you come and enjoy a meal like why don't you be in my space yeah because what i'm actually thinking is i don't want you anywhere near my space what you've just said is asinine and ludicrous and anti-immigrant really and and and, yeah and not not great (laughs) not great it doesn't make you a good person what you just said oh i'm just so fucking impressed i'm yeah and that's what we're ending on no i love that that is like that is people up at the end here way to go francesca that is it is the magnanimous moment of moments like we will never top that ever ever so I, if honestly, if you live in that, in, in I think it's in Anaheim or it's near. No, they used to be in Anaheim. They've moved. They're in. They're in the OC. Okay. Uh, if you live in the OC and you happen to listen to our podcast, check out Luigi's D'Italia. It sounds pretty fucking good. I, it's it's maybe the first restaurant we've ever had on the show that I would genuinely very much like to eat at because it sounds fucking good. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Nice. Um. And 
all we have to say now is <laughs> thank you for listening. If you like the show, uh, maybe tell a friend. Um, if you like the show, maybe also tell family and co-workers and loved ones or twos. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we are available via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com, on Twitter at Critic Everyone, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. I would like to thank the makers of our fine, fine music on this fine, fine cast. We have uh, Jazar with Green Lights, which is the song you're about to hear. We have Guillaume Tucker with Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break bop. And we do have Steve, Steve Combs with the Drag Chains, which is our fucking bop of an intro. Killing it, slaying it, loving it. Living La Vida Loca, living it up when you're going down. Living in an elevator. No, I don't know. Do it. I don't actually know how that song goes. Living in an elevator. I've just been thinking about it a lot lately because what does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday.